welcome back to the BTS Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea. With me today is Morgan. Hey, what's up? Big Hit announced during their corporate briefing on August 13th that BTS will be holding a concert both online and offline. And it's called BTS Map of the Soul 1 Concert. And I'm kind of surprised that they announced this or that there's even going to be another concert this year because I just thought they would wait till we, we can do in-person ones like 2021 or something. So they're doing another online one. It says it's online. It'll be streamed. But also, there will be some people there in person. So it sounds like they're going to do something in Korea. And there'll be people, like, in the audience, but, like, spread out. Right. You know, social distanced. Right. <laughs> I think maybe it's they... It's basically an online... Yeah. And it's going to be paid. So if you want to watch it, you'd have to pay for it. For And it's two days. That's no problem. So I guess they'll be doing the Two same. days? So it's a long thing, huh? Well, they're just doing it twice. I guess they're treating it as two things, two dates. And I think maybe the rationale for that is because they're going to have an, another album coming out. They want to have a concert where they perform the Map of the Soul 7 stuff mm-hmm. at some point and use all the choreography they learned from that and perform it somewhere. So I guess that couldn't wait. Right. They trained and everything for that concert and of course nothing has come of it. Yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of a waste for all that practice and then they didn't mm-hmm. use it anywhere or they didn't do it until a year later. So um, it says everybody assumed it'll be in Korea because of they're not really going anywhere. So mm-hmm. that's logically right. where it would be. And so limited seating is going to be available. I don't know how you get that, but probably you need to live in Korea and be like a special army membership or something. Well, I bet it's going to be maybe 100 people. It's not going to be... It's- it's not going to be very many people. Yeah. And it's probably going to be like a lottery or something. Yeah. It's not like you can just, I'm going to pay this much and get mm-hmm. in. Right. It's just to have some people, you know, not to make it less awkward, just have some people in attendance. Yeah. I think that's where they have missed out on is, yeah, they made a lot of money and they've had a lot of merch and stuff like that, but they haven't had the experience of performing in front of people right. in a while. And so Bang Bang Con was in April. Bang Bang Con the Live was in June. And so this is going to be in October. Do we think that's too soon maybe? Or does that seem like okay amount of time that's passed before you're asking people to pay for another concert? Um. Well, just ask yourself, are we going to buy this again? The answer is yes, right? Um, probably. Uh, so, yeah. So, the <laughs> an- so, yeah. The answer is that no, it's not. it's not too soon. Because the the customer's willing to pay for it. Well, you have to wonder that because Big Hit puts out so many things all the time. There's so much merch, so all these DVDs and like all the past concerts. That- yeah, but this I do have to admit that this is has an even better USP than um, the previous one because you're being promised the choreography and the performances that would have gone into the concert, right? Yeah, it's all the newer stuff. Of course, people are going to want to see that. And it's stuff that. They didn't do in Bang Bang Con the live. That's definitely, I wouldn't necessarily say worth it, but people are going to pay for that. I mean, we're going to pay for it. I hope it's not. It's just going to be like 25 bucks again. Most likely. I think that's within reason. The problem that I had with the other one was for us, it was just at a weird time. I didn't like that. Yeah. I think that can't be helped, but I don't don't like staying up late. That's a good point. It's very late at Uh, night. You can't record it or anything, you know? So... It is what it is, but oh yeah, they're gonna. It's right to release it. They're gonna make money. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see why it wouldn't. Yeah, and I I don't think I've heard of having a 
In-person concert plus having streaming at the same time. Because usually they'll record it, but it'll be for like a later DVD. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've, I don't think I've heard of having it streaming. Right. And in person. So that's oh, pretty. Oh, it's going to be, they're going to make tons of money from pretty it. Pretty big. Although overall, they have still unfortunately lost money due to not being able to tour. Yeah, that would have been even more. Yeah. So last week we talked about how JYP is releasing the more and more English version of mm-hmm. for twice coming out and we were excited about that and now we find out that the day that it's coming out is august 21st so that's pretty interesting why that's the same day that dynamite's coming out oh so you'd think they would maybe not do it that day or if they maybe they're locked in for whatever reason like oh we have other stuff not coming do it out that day? well like we've talked about before i don't i don't i don't think that much about crowding out other songs on days, I think songs can coexist pretty well. But maybe they have something planned. Maybe they have some sort of package deal, like a K-pop release day or something, you know? Do you think maybe it's that JYP thinks that Twice's audience is different from BTS's audience? Uh, No, I don't think that. Because it's so easy to just sort of move it one week. Yeah, that's why it's like, why wouldn't you just avoid it? If you know there's a big release already set for that day. Well... Them not avoiding it sort of suggests some sort of coordination, right? Coordination, okay. Yeah, it's not as if these people don't talk, the 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 heads of these record labels. I guess I didn't consider that. I just thought, okay, JYP, he decided he's going to be cutthroat this time, and it's like, we're releasing it on this time, and that's that. The, all of these men are capable of contacting each other within <laughs> seconds in this world, right? And they know each other too, Correct. Well, yeah, that's why it didn't add up because I know JYP and Bang PD are like friends from way back. And even if they're not friends, they they clearly can communicate with each other very quickly. I, I would have to imagine that, um, not that they're necessarily collaborating, but if somebody had an issue with it, they could easily broach the topic and sort it out. Did you not know that we were releasing that day? Can you move it? No, I don't want to move it. I'm like, okay, is it like that? You're going to throw the gauntlet down for this? This doesn't seem like a, <laughs> you know, I thought we were cool with each other, but apparently not. This conversation doesn't seem plausible. More likely, them releasing it on the same weekend is evidence of some sort of collaboration. You think maybe they want to do like, let's have a big K-pop drop in yeah, America. That's what I think. Okay. The least plausible scenario is that these men are just operating independent of each other. And if they do something, something it's like a game of chicken blind chicken it's like i'm gonna put it on this day let's see what he does and nobody he dares to even text the other person if they have concerns or not of course they would and one person announced it first correct who was announced it first yeah dynamite was announced first and either big hit just said hey it's cool with us i don't it doesn't really make a difference do whatever you want or or all along they were thinking of making this the the day that k-pop invades right I don't want to use the word invade. That's kind of aggressive. But the day that K-pop comes with two really good English versions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems it seems more collaborative to me than, you know, quietly antagonistic. I like that idea more yeah. than what I thought was happening. It was like, JYP's up to what something. What did you think was happening? I don't know. Maybe he has something against Bang PD all of a sudden. Well, you read too many <laughs> gossip sites. I, I, perhaps. But this is such... This is big business and... It's not like secretive stuff. So yeah, companies communicate on things like this. For instance, even stuff like, I guess the best corollary would be uh, 
movies and when they release. Now you have different studios; they're all trying to jockey and push their block. You know, I'm gonna release my blockbuster on this weekend, and then what are you gonna do? And like, it's not a game of chicken, though. They they communicate with each other. One studio will say, "Well, we're definitely gonna release this film here because we're sure that it's a it's a Memorial Day release, right?" And the other studio might say, "Well, we won't really want to do this one,、It's、like, but we're not moving, so you you probably should make your decision." And they communicate with each other is what I'm trying to say. Well, I think JYP and Big Hit probably have a cordial relationship, but I don't know if either of them get along with YG. And so maybe now I'm thinking that JYP he knows okay, Blackpink is releasing something on the 28th, so I need to go before that because、mm. if I release. Twice a song on the twenty eighth, they're gonna think, oh well, that's like so in your face, YG. That's like too much, and then so maybe、mm-hmm. he was like, hey,、um, Bang PD, is it okay if ours comes out on the same day as yours,、right. or, or even if it's not okay, it's like I don't have a choice because it's kind of ready pretty soon.、Right. But I don't want to do it on the twenty eighth. Probably a lot of logistics.、Involved. I think that this is collaborative. I, it's too much of a coincidence. Think about it. If if either one of them felt some kind of way about this, this would be a disaster. This would be a you know interns would be fired. Why is this happening? There'd be a lot、did、of anyone, phone calls being did made. Did nobody check with Big Hit when BTS was releasing Dynamite? Right. If it's suboptimal in their opinion, then this is a terrible outcome. It should have been sorted out before it came to. Hey, we're just going to release it on the same week. It should have been sorted out before that. So I have to think that if they're at all professional, which we can only assume they are, they sorted it out beforehand. <laughs> the fact that it is happening. We can use as evidence to suggest that they want it to happen. Must have been intentional then. Yes, it's not like when there's a party and you show up to the party in a dress and some other bitch shows up in the same dress. It's like what the hell? <laughs> right. Right. So it was independently right. decided. Really, you're gonna show up in the same dress as I'm gonna show up in? That's accidental, and you know it gets people angry. Stuff like this is not like that. They talked about it, and for whatever reason, they want it now. Why? I'm not 100% sure. My guess is that they think it'd be cool. They think it'd be interesting to have a K-pop English release day, or maybe they even package the things together to enter the market. I don't know. This is intentional in my mind. You don't have to worry about it. It's not as interesting. I know there's no drama or anything. <laughs> What's funny is I read earlier this week there's a funny story of I guess、uh, JYP he's promoting his song that's out the、uh, disco song. Yeah, and he's it's not good. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's my opinion of it. But he was、um, talking about oh, back in the day, him and Bang PD were roomies in America, trying to make it as producers and bringing K-pop to America. And then they and had, they failed. Yeah, they did, it didn't work <laughs> then.、Uh, whatever year that was, like in the early 2000s. Right, wasn't ready. But it's like they roomed together, and I guess JYP's like just a terrible roommate, and he always left his socks inside out, and then that really angered Bang PD, who had to. Why do, would that anger him? He had to do the laundry because he's younger, so it's like okay, I guess that's the rule. If you're younger,、oh. you have to do more. Well, of the oh,、chores. does that does doing the laundry involve like wrapping the socks neatly or something too? I think it's like harder to wash the socks if you leave it inside、Why? out because like oh, then you got to put it the right side in. Why? And then, like that's irritating. You don't want to touch someone's dirty socks. I don't、socks. do that. What are you talking about? <laughs> you just throw it all in there and let the machine do the work. I guess you could, but maybe he's just a stickler. He wants to wash it not inside out.、Uh, okay, interesting story. But anyway, Bang PD got really mad at JYP, who kept leaving his socks inside out. But- This kind of sounds like a fake story, but okay. <laughs> But it's like, and now today they're both like the CEOs of their own labels. Yeah,、no, it kind of sounds like a 
one of those quaint stories that you can tell in polite company. You know, oh, look at this funny. And we didn't get along, but it was because of socks. Like it was probably, maybe they didn't get along, but it was probably because of something way more serious. <laughs> like, I don't know. I won't even speculate. <laughs> because by American standards, we, we can speculate on really crazy stuff. But it just sounds one of the, like, the made up stories. Well, you need good stories. Right, right. In an interview, in an interview, you don't want to talk about, oh, so-and-so kept on doing coke every night and he kept me awake and he brought all these girls over. You can't be talking about that sort of stuff in an interview. (laughs) I'm just using it as an example of if that was the type of thing happening, that's not the type of thing you can relate in an interview. Right. It has to be something pleasant enough. It has to be interesting and funny. You need like a clean anecdote. But it needs to be clean, right? Yeah. It's like, oh my God, JYP in yeah. his socks. It's like, what a like, terrible oh, roommate. so funny. He's a bad roommate because of the socks. It's like, well, maybe he did think it was a bad roommate, but I probably wasn't because of socks. There was probably some more deep-rooted, serious offense going on. And But that's not something you want to talk about. It's embarrassing to both parties, right? <laughs> we need to find out more about JYP no, we and don't. I Bang mean, PD the early years. There's only so many things there can be. When two guys are roommates girls it's like oh i walked in and someone was in the middle of whatever girls <laughs> your lifestyle is just not compatible like you stay up all night things like that you know um you bring over really trashy friends that's one thing like if you you're yeah if you're you're, you're living with people I, I don't know how to room with other people too much in my life but i did it enough to sort of be familiar with these issues believe me it was nothing so benign as socks being inside out but cleanliness is definitely an issue. Cleanliness could be an issue. If there's some guys. Y- yes. Cleanliness could definitely be an issue. Not that women are neater, but I just feel like with guys, that probably came up. Yeah. I mean, some guys are neat and some guys are messy. And so that could be a point of contention. But it's not the one thing, the socks or whatever. Anyway, backtracking. I, I do think that they, they have collaborated or they, they're on the same page. This is totally with the permission of both labels that they're yes. We're it's both too releasing. Impor- it's too important for her to just to be. Oh, whoops! We didn't know. Were you were you doing it? Right. Then? It's like how'd that happen? Were you doing it then? <laughs> it's uh, like oh, well, us too. I didn't know. I guess that. Oh, I guess it's just going to be the same weekend. Then I, like, I don't. They're not going to take this lightly. They're not just going to be surprised and say, oh, oh, damn. Were you also releasing an English version of a song? Oh, it happens to be the same week. Oh, oh, whoops. Is that a problem or anything i guess it's too late if it is because like we, we're we doing it we both announced it already so. we already both announced it i guess we're we're doing it no they definitely communicated and then on the same talk show jyp was talking about how he's gonna start working on other groups like that'll have not all korean members or like half korean members and half others because he's talking about trying to have groups in mexico and the U.S. and Japan, and then, mm-hmm. but everybody is aware that like you, oh, you need to have members f- from those countries if you're gonna make it big in those places. Although I don't know, maybe not so much in the U.S., but someone who needs to know English, um, at least someone who knows English. Yes, but, uh, but was that JYP's speech or his, his remark? What? Yeah, that's another thing he was talking about. What? What JYP is going to do. What, what was he talking about? When again? This was on a talk show that he was talking uh, about. Oh, well, this. I actually watched. Don't ask me why. I don't normally watch these things. But I was watching him speak to his investors. Was it his investors or it was investors in media when JYP um, expanded its operations or something? And he did talk about this concept of um, 
what did you call it? Globalization through localization, right? Yeah. Which just basically means that they can expand by adding people from different countries. Not just you're not gonna you're not he's not gonna expand K-pop by just having Koreans in every single group this point forward. Yeah, it can't be just it has to, yeah. Koreans. You have to have some Americans, some Mexicans, some Japanese, some Europeans, whatever he meant by that. Who whatever's local, right? At that time, I think he really meant China. But you can see how that same logic could be applied to wherever. If you want to expand to America, maybe have some Americans in it. Yeah, I simple mean, simple logic. Like that's what he did with Twice by having some Japanese members. Right. So it's simple logic, and you could see how that would follow. Of course, this is more groundbreaking because the difference between Japanese and Korean is certainly not as great as one. Most people would say it's not as great as. Now you have Mexican members. Now you have American members. Now you have whatever. German members, right? That, that's the part that I was kind of shocked by. Right. It's like, wait, how are you going to have like some Mexicans, some Americans, and some Koreans? Because right. you can't have zero Koreans. But if you take him at his word, if you take the concept at its word, if you ter- interpret it the way it was presented, then yes, that's what it means. Localization means localization. It doesn't mean, well, if it's too far, then it's still just going to be Koreans. Yeah. But <laughs> it means localization. It's like American pop stars or i mean i don't know how they are in mexico but i feel like americans they're not gonna expect this level of you know how hard you have to work like they're not used to that whole process yeah and that is the thing that i'm super interested in seeing if they if they try to create a k-pop group with americans i don't think they're going to change the standards and the practices yeah they're not going to change that because it's going to be as tough because they're confident that those standards and practices have served them well and lead to success. They're not just going to they're not going to say, "Well, the American members they they don't want to work more than 8 hours a day." They're not going to care. They're going to find people who are willing to work more than 8 hours a day. It will be interesting to see how that will turn out because in my humble opinion, I just I just think that in general, Americans don't have the same work ethic. They're not used to this sort of burden, right? He's going to have to be really careful with his selection right. process. But at the same time, there are 300-something, 60 million people in the United States. There's plenty of Americans who probably are hungry enough to be a pop star and are willing to do the same sort of, put forth the same effort. The question is, how easy will it be for JYP to find these people? Yeah. How will it work? I think that's going to be really interesting. Right. I'm definitely not saying it's impossible. I don't think it'll be as easy. You know, and also, what will be the selling point? Because it's the songs will be all in English. I guess the selling point will just be the overall level of quality. But then there's another thing: will the people who he's leaned on to train artists, the vast majority of those people are Korean. I'm assuming, assuming right? Right. What's he going to do? Will he bring the trainees over to Korea? It's going to be very difficult for them. Not only will they be introduced to a new, probably a new level of workload. Now you're in Korea. Yeah, it was like a language barrier. Yeah, and all your coaches are yelling at you in Korean, or maybe some of them know English. But it's just going to be a very tough ask of them. And how will that affect the uh, end product? These are all good questions to ask. He probably will bring them over to Korea because I mean that's where Twice was. Uh, Even though they had foreign members, those people had to just move there. And it's probably cheaper than opening up a whole new building in LA or something, right? Right. So I have to imagine he may have he'll have tryouts here, but then these people will have to go to Korea, and then what? So like, that will be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Even his Asian, his Chinese members, the Japanese members, they all train in Korea. So 
if you're a Mexican member, if you're an American member, then you're going to have to go to Korea. And you'll have to be there for probably years because, like, who knows how long this trainee time is. Right. And what is, what is the typical expectation? Some of these people might be thinking, well, I'll go there for six months and then I'll be a pop star. It may not be like that. You may be there a while. Overall, in theory, I agree with it. It's important to have people from different countries. Yeah, for like because the even though global appeal. Because even though yes, the markets are open-minded. I mean, obviously, the American market loves BTS, so it is open-minded to some extent. It's easier though if people speak English or if you're drawing members from that country. It's you know, it just it just smooths things over. It's going to be easier to create a um, a successful group. But the thing that American companies are not currently doing is they don't have that system in place. To produce this level of product, whereas Korea they have that system in place. We've never had that system. Even our best boy bands, they didn't train as much. I don't think. No. There's there's just no way the Backstreet Boys train as much as your typical K-pop band, right? There's just no way. And no. I'm not saying they were lazy or anything like that. I'm just saying they put in less. I don't think they put in years and then debuted. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think they you know spent you know eight hours a day practicing a, a choreography. Things like that, so it would be very interesting to see how that system, what that produces with localized talent. I heard that SM is sort of thinking of the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you may see a North American SM group at some point. So we talked last week about the AOA Mina situation of her posting photos of her self harm, and then when she was talking about the other members and FNC CEO. Mm. Since then, she had deleted her Instagram. So it seems like she's just going to work on getting better. And in addition to that, she decided to not pursue a police investigation. Now, I'm not sure the reason for that or if she's able to just turn it down just on her own or if maybe there was like not enough evidence or well, why that was decided. I don't know how the laws in Korea are, but... Nothing, there's no clear and present crime, was there? No, I mean, nothing that seemed to be happening in present day. It sounds like what she was talking about happened over the 10 years. So I don't mm-hmm. know if if that was a reason why there can't be an investigation is because like the statute of limitations already passed or if she just decided, well, I'm not going to well, wh- wh- file wh- charges or whatever. How what works. is even the accusation though? She didn't really say. Remember, she said it was just like she's been bullied for 10 years. Yeah, that's not exactly. That, it's that, not that, very specific. That's not exactly a thing that they can investigate. Yeah, she'd have to give more detail, and maybe right. that's why they couldn't move forward with it. Is because she didn't say, okay. Well, well, she's also saying that she doesn't want anything to move forward, right? Right. But if she did want to, she'd have to like say, okay, yes. what date did something happen, or right. which person exactly? You have to specify what happened on what day that was a crime, and then the police can now look into it. Because the things that she's implied. None of them were technically crimes, as far as I know. And now she doesn't want to move forward, either because there was nothing, although clearly emotionally damaging for her, there was nothing that was clearly a in breach of any sort of law, and she didn't want to move forward. Or she believes there is something in breach of a, a law, and she just still doesn't want to move forward. Yeah. So one of those two situations. Yeah, it's a messy situation. So basically, if you were looking to have some resolution to this, you know, because it's really hard to, draw any conclusions when everybody is being vague no evidence is presented in an official manner what are we to think it's like what happened right we can just it's just massive speculation on our part she's not in the best state to say anything yeah so so. we're not 
we're not going to get a clear resolution. We're, you know, there's not going to be a proper investigation. There's not even a proper accusation, right? There is no proper accusation. She just said, you did some bad stuff to me. And, and then she was uh, sent to the hospital. Mm-hmm. There, there wasn't even a proper accusation. So based on that, I wouldn't assume anything about the facts of the case. So the best you can hope for is that behind the scenes, the people involved, maybe they sort, they worked it out to their satisfaction. But you're not going to get a clear cut. Well, this is what happened. And let's see if there's enough evidence to prove that that happened. You're not going to get that. It sounded like she never filed any actual charges. Like she said what she wanted to say on Instagram. And that's all she wanted to do and not necessarily follow through with a more... Right. Beyond that. And it said someone sent in a request for investigation to the Seoul Gangnam Police Station. So some unnamed person filed a complaint, probably based on, you know, her Instagram post. They're like, hey, I want to file a complaint. So police, can you look into this? And then from that point, you probably need Mina's cooperation to do an investigation. And I don't think they had it It, because maybe she never intended for all that. That's not anything, though. That's not anything. It sounded like just some random person was like filing a complaint. That's yeah, that's not anything. I'm sorry. So unfortunately, this probably does end end at this stage. You just don't. I mean, you're free to speculate, but keep in mind, that's all it is. It's your speculation. Well, do you think her not pursuing any investigation was totally like she decided that? Or do you think maybe the company was like hey we have lawyers ready so don't you know say anything that's it could be any totally incorrect we're like gonna it could be any number come of back at you with defense yeah, it could be any number of things it could have been behind the scenes the company said are you gonna publicly accuse us of a crime keep yeah you have no evidence so this is not gonna end well for you maybe they had that sort of conversation it's also possible that they had a conversation where clearly part of the her issue was um there was some sort of money dispute, right? Yeah. Maybe behind the scenes, FNC just said, this is just, the publicity is just way too bad. Can we just settle this somehow? They probably, maybe they just said, well, well, how much money will it take to make you whole? You know, what would you be satisfied with? And can we negotiate this so we can just end this now? Because it's becoming too much of an issue. We don't know what kind of conversation was had, if any. And maybe there was no conversation and she just said, oh, it's not worth it. I said what I had to say on Twitter. Right. Maybe she was like, I'm done with what I wanted to say. Yeah, it could be any any number of things. But if there was some kind of deal put out there, then it's possible there's an NDA and then no one would say anything. Yes, if there's a deal, almost certainly there's an NDA. But you also wouldn't know there's an NDA. Right. That's part of an NDA. People don't just (laughs) say, oh, there was an NDA. You can't say, we struck a deal, but I can't say what it was. I can't talk about it because I signed an NDA (laughs) No, you also can't say that there was an NDA. Yes, that's usually part of the NDA, by the way. If you still want to believe that uh, Jimin and FNC and I guess Solian now, they're all really just bad people and they're evil people and they bullied her, even though there wasn't a specific accusation that was made. If you still want to believe that, go ahead. That's your right. But if you want it to be proven and for them to go through the an actual legal process here or investigation, then I, it doesn't look like that's happening. Yeah, they've you know? decided to either not do it at all right. or it's being handled privately. And if you want to believe that Mina was just blowing things out of proportion or whatever, I I guess you can believe that too. There's no evidence to say one way or the other what happened. You don't have much to go on. On August 13th, Super M came out with a new song and video called 100. And um, I watched the video. Did you watch the video? 
Yeah, I watched the video. Of course okay. I watched the video. Yes, Super Am. I I'm, always want to pay attention to whatever they're doing. Just mm-hmm. I don't even know why, but it's just like, oh, that this, since it's this group of mm-hmm. all the different people from different SM groups, so it's interesting to see what they'll do. So, yeah, I guess they're going to have a new... I don't know if it's a new album that's going to come after this too or not, but they have a song at least. I think there's going to be a new album. And um, I think the song is pretty good. I, it's a little bit generic maybe, but it's like... it's good enough that i'll listen to it i would add it to a playlist i think it has good vocals and rap and stuff as far as the video i i could see what they were going for they want us to think super m are these like really cool guys and it's like high tech they are cool guys (laughs) they are cool guys yeah but as far as like the aesthetic of what's in the video it's like it's very futuristic and Mm -hmm. they have a lot of like leather jackets and stuff and well we don't know like race car kind of you can clothing. tell they're leather amazing <laughs> i can't i couldn't tell i just wonder why did they have like head to toe like they, leather's hard to breathe they always and... had to have a jacket with their whole outfit uh, I, i'm sure it's just up to the the uh artistic coordinator designer or whatever you know but yeah, they used um a lot of i feel like we've seen these sets before but it's like a hallway of stuff and it's like a futuristic room that's white mm-hmm. And, you know, some like the SM typical places. Yeah, it was an and SM video. Is like that what you're trying to say? Some Yeah, and like a hallway, but then like CG on the side of it. Like, right. oh, cars are zipping by or you're inside of a train. Right. Or you're like jumping to the next car. So a lot of stuff like that. Very right. like dynamic. Yeah, there was a lot of the camera moving forward and backward. It's, it's your basic SM video for guys, at least. It was just energetic and interesting, but, you know, vapid. I feel like it was too energetic. Like I wanted to like look at their faces sometimes. And yeah, it would like, like oh, it's cutting this? away. It's cutting away. I quickly. forget which member this is. Whoops, he's gone. They didn't. The camera just was yeah. like zipping away. I like the, the video, time. but I'll be on record. I like the video. I cannot remember the song at all. <laughs> I don't remember the song at all. But it wasn't unple- It's not unpleasant as you're listening to it, but it's not memorable after it's over. But while it's happening, I I distinctly remember. Being pleased with it. The I'll song. Say, I like what I'm looking at on the screen right now. It's so hype. Yeah, the song sounded similar to the song that they did for the um, airline commercial. Oh, I don't remember that at all. That's not really a compliment. You're comparing to an airline song, but <laughs> well, uh, that was a pretty good song though. <laughs> oh, okay. But they just. But it's similar. sort of generic, is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty generic, but at the same time, so generic songs are often popular and good. This video, they had a lot of white and a lot of red. I wonder if that was like on purpose. Like they're trying to have a lot of that, those colors in there. Sure it was. And I won't be like everybody else and comment on Kai wearing like a Target ad on his. I don't think it was well, a Target Well, just because it was a circle, that doesn't mean it's Target. I know. It's just a bullseye, guys. It's like the bullseye existed before Target yeah. existed. I'm pretty sure it's not I a, didn't even think that. Ad. I just thought that Oh, you didn't? A, no. Oh, well... I Other people thought, thought it. That was the color scheme, like red and white. But um, I just, it was like almost too much red and white, though. You needed to have like one set that was like not red and white. Uh, no, some of them were. I can't even remember now. I just remember it was, a very, it was very exciting in the moment, but it wasn't memorable, if that makes sense. It's exciting in the moment, but not memorable. And that's just the, sort of the way I feel about this video. Do you feel like they featured some different people more this time versus what happened in Jopping? No. I have no idea because the, the, the edits were so fast that I couldn't really tell. 
who was on the screen. It was very fast. I, I think they showed 10 more, though, this yeah. time. And also, keep in mind, I'm not super intimately familiar with the, the SM guys. I, I think I know all of their names now, though. <laughs> I can recognize Mark very easily. Yeah. I can recognize Young pretty easily. Yeah, Taeyong, I didn't like whatever they did with his hair because it was yeah. like red and white or something. And but it's like, okay, he's wearing red a red outfit. So why are you making his hair partly red? That's like, that's too yeah. much. His hair, his hair should have just been like a normal color, just like right. something or like something all one color, not like a streak of red and then everything else, something else. Yeah, I watched it a few times and I have the same feeling every time. I'm thinking, wow, this video is pretty hype. And then after it's done, how did the song go again? Right. <laughs> I know they said 100 many times. Yeah, we go 100. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's not going to be a classic or anything like that, but it's a, it's a really entertaining video. SM, I don't know, maybe they don't like to go in this direction, but they don't tend to have a video where there's a story that happens like, oh, you know, all the members were doing this and then, then you know, they go here and there and something happens by the end of it. It's more like let's have different visual set pieces and then show all the different people. They, they tend to not have a story, it seems like. I guess that's their style. They just want you to look at interesting things and not think too much. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm that's totally true. fine with it. I'm not one of those. Let's deconstruct the video. Uh, it's a three-minute video, but let's talk about it for 30 minutes and um, talk about the Im symbolism. No. No, I, 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 hate, just, I, hate I just, I just want something the... interesting to look at, and I, I just want to be entertained while it's on. I don't want a theory, but right. it seems like some they should maybe vary it a little bit with the sets. Like Sometimes with videos, it's like they go to a whole other place in the last third of the video. Like They introduce a whole new area. I did think it was interesting how Taemin was like one person that had a slightly different style than everybody else. Like he had a kind of cowboy hat and like more Western uh, outfit going on when hey. it was showing just him. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's Maybe just that's his to, uh, personal style was involved in that. It's just up to, you know, whoever was running that set. It seems like to me, Taemin has his own like really strong fan base of, of like people that follow his like solo stuff mm -hmm. and they probably liked him from shiny and everything mm -hmm. and it's like okay i didn't really get it because all i know is like Taemin from jopping and <laughs> i didn't really like you know go into the whole backstory or uh -huh. history or anything but i kind of see his more of his like star quality in his video like he seems like he has a presence yeah like you could tell he could dance just the way he like walks around Oh, I mean, all of Super M can dance. They were, they were, they were chosen because. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know that they were chosen because they could dance, but you, you could just tell they can all dance. Yeah, I mean, they gave them all a lot of choreography. Yeah, in this so one too. Uh, that that is certainly there. These are some of the best members of each of these groups. Yeah, they wouldn't call it a, a super team if there were some kind of middling people. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be negative about this video. I actually think overall it was pretty good. I just think that. There's like too much red and too much white and some of the styling was like mm. too much like with the hair colors. Right. But otherwise, it's pretty good. It's a pretty yeah. good package that they put together. For some reason in this video, I feel like Lucas was more featured in Jopping and then like in this one, he, they barely showed him. I don't mm -hmm. know why. But then in his solo section, it was like it was way too red. So it's like you could barely even see who's in it. Okay. Well, too you, much red. You definitely watch it a lot more than I did. <laughs> remember this much i watched it. it like two times all the way through oh uh, yeah but uh <laughs> but yeah 
Maybe they'll they'll take your criticisms on board and have less red. <laughs> so there's a situation about the controversial video from an artist named Lita, L-Y-T-A, who's a Nigerian singer and songwriter. And his video was for the song Hold Me Down. And the video is very similar to a got seven video the just right video which i'm sure we all know it's mm-hmm. about the you know some little girl in her bedroom right. and then the got seven little people are dancing around right. in her room we've all seen the video it's a very iconic video but yeah this lita video is extremely similar to that mm-hmm. and the <laughs> people are just like calling it out because it's the same concept and it's not even like Oh, kind of the same concept. It's like no, it's literally the same. <laughs> they copied it, like yeah, pretty much exactly. I think the di- biggest difference is like it's like a eighteen and over girl that's in it versus a little girl. Uh, yeah. Uh, but otherwise, it's a very similar concept. Like there's a tiny little characters of whoever the singer is, yeah. and then they start out, at, you know, standing on the desk. They're in the her makeup, at, at, and then there's at one point the person is riding on a little zebra. And the other scene that was super similar was he was like floating in a bowl of M&Ms, which is like the uh, same exact thing as in the right. God 7 video. So, Wait, a bowl of M&Ms or a cereal? No, it's like M&Ms. Really? Why would you have a bowl of M&Ms? They had a cereal box. God 7 had cereal and M&Ms. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just not remembering it correctly. Yeah. But I think... So there, the, was, there was both. Yeah. Okay. But the uh, Lita video, it had... Definitely the guy was in the M&M's. Same thing. Okay. I mean, if this happened like the opposite, people would totally be like, oh my God, cultural appropriation. This is like so terrible that Koreans are copying this Nigerian artist. But since it's the other way, I bet you it won't even be like a big deal. Well, I mean, first of all, this is a, it's not cultural appropriation. I don't think, I I didn't, I don't see anybody, I I, I did some research on this. I don't, I didn't see anyone accusing it of being cultural appropriation because it's not like cereal bowls and little tiny people are not specific to Korean culture. No. Or anything. But people were calling it out and saying, this is clear plagiarism, which, yeah, I mean, if you you watch the video, any reasonable person would say, yeah, this is, this is clear plagiarism. I mean, in a colloquial sense, I don't know if it meets the legal standard of plagiarism. I tend to think that, oh gosh, it's, you know, I'm not a lawyer or anything. It, it was it was really darn similar. Uh, I don't know if that meets a legal definition, but if, if something does, this probably would, but I'm still hesitant to say, yeah, you should be sued over this or anything like that. But it, it was very obvious that, okay, they saw the video, they saw the GOT7 video, and they made their video. That's really darn obvious. So I mean, so far I haven't seen any kind of response from JYP or if well, there's no JYP's need. I mean, lawyers. it's a small. I mean, this is not a big artist. Yeah, exactly. That's so what I'm no saying. Need. Is like K-pop companies, they don't go after right. other people for like you know stuff like that. But so, it's like, oh, some Western artist sees something that they think was copied from them. They'll uh, be yeah. so vocal about it. So I don't know that it. First of all, yes, I don't think it is cultural appropriation and. Nor do I think anyone was accusing it as such. It could be plagiarism. You'd have to see the video. It it is it is basically a. But rip-off. don't you think the video is pretty like uniquely K-pop? Like that's a K-pop video. It's like what was happening in the video. It's like oh like 
a girl's bedroom and like the no. little people. Uh, it's like all no. cutesy. Like that's K-pop. No, other cultures. Okay. And listen, Koreans don't own cute stuff. <laughs> that's not a, a cultural thing. So I no, I don't think it. I don't think anyone is even accusing them of being cultural appropriation. I, I do reverse think reverse cultural appropriation or reverse or whatever, <laughs> you, you know. And uh, of course, you know my opinion of it. So I don't, I don't, I don't even think much of the, you know, the, the any accusation of this. But certainly, this no, it is not any kind of appropriation. Could it be plagiarism? Mm, I'm gonna say no, because the idea that the singers are tiny and also they're walking around cereal and breakfast foods and things like that can anyone own that concept uh, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna say no you know i'm and i'm not saying that with confidence but maybe not legally legally yeah i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say no i mean well well i mean if you're just talking about common sense it, what did, were you ripping off this other work of art yeah just watch the videos you can tell they watched this one they copied it does it meet the legal definition of plagiarism? I'm going to say no. And nobody was accusing it of being cultural appropriation, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like only if you're from the West do you accuse everybody else yeah, of, of cultural course. appropriation. Yeah, of course. Of course that's how it works. Yeah. Like if it's if the source material is Korean right. or the source material is Nigerian, right. like everybody's just like, okay, I mean, if you well, want to whatever. talk about we could we could have talked about the other, but I guess then we're already here, so we'll talk about it. There, the other one where Cherry Bullet was accused of it. Because they sampled a Hawaiian song. Do you, are you not aware of that? No, oh, I didn't hear about that one. Well, Cherry Bullets sampled a Hawaiian song, and then some people were outraged. I don't know. Again, I don't know how many, because it was a, it was specific to Hawaiian culture, this song. It's an old song. And also, where, were, where was the outcry when they sampled Beethoven for their last release? Right. Were there Germans flooding Twitter saying, why are you appropriating our culture? Right. No, they're just like, well, whatever. That's that's like whatever. People sample Beethoven. Use, yeah, know? people sample Beethoven. It's a well-known. Is Beethoven not part of German culture? Mm-hmm. I would argue that he he is. People sample his stuff all the time, and they didn't even just reproduce it. They sampled it and put it into a fluffy K-pop song. Well, <laughs> by the same definition, if you're going to be technically accurate, that that is cultural appropriation, correct? But nobody nobody really said anything about it. Why? Is it okay to steal German culture? No. If it's not okay f- to steal some cultures, then it's not okay to steal any cultures. But people just, they're, they're not rushing to their defense. They're not offended by it. Mm-hmm. Now, in fairness, you could say, well, if the Germans don't feel like being offended, then that's on them. But I, if you're sampling Hawaiian music, then I do feel offended. Well, okay, fine. That, that's a fair argument. Now, you may still come up with the answer that I don't care. It's offensive to me. Okay. It's a bad song, though, by the way. That's probably why you didn't hear about it. It's a bad song. But um, the song by Lita, it was like not a bad song, actually. The Hold Me Down song. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it reminded me of Soja Boy, though, who was also from Nigeria. So I don't know if that's a reason why they have a similar yeah. music sound. I don't, I, I don't want to generalize too much, but I don't know. They don't, they don't exactly respect intellectual property rights that much in Nigeria in the first yeah. place. And for anyone who doesn't know, Soja Boy is a rapper from nigeria a rapper right he was on 90 day fiance yes and his name is extremely similar to soldier boy but uh, it's soldier boy 90 day fiance but one yeah. of the best song best uh shows yeah one of the best have. shows on tv right now yeah. but yeah soldier boy he just totally ripped off the name soldier boy and like right. he 
doesn't care Correct. that it's like I mean, it's like intentionally the same thing almost right but yeah it does seem like okay nigeria maybe they don't care if they are sounding similar or, or you know using the same concepts as right. others i don't know if that's just a trend or that's you know you know i'm not gonna draw any strong conclusions about it it's just like it's just like china they don't care that much about your intellectual property rights that's right? just how it is there's some, countries some that countries. sort of do and there's there's some that don't end of the day is it that big of a deal it really is not no and it's like when i watch these two videos it's like oh yeah they are the same it's, but then i wasn't like angry about it, it was like i oh, definitely recommend funny. you watch it for laughs <laughs> if like, only for laughs okay i definitely recommend you watch it because they're, they're exactly the same not because we're outraged or anything like that but it's funny it's exactly the same you'll no, see but i bet jyp's like he's got too many other things to worry about he probably doesn't even care it's just like probably <laughs> although at the same time companies usually have enough lawyers that they can just assign one to go sue them maybe maybe they'll right. send a letter it's like hey, right send a letter but then at this point what, what are you gonna do the thing is created take it off of youtube well ugh. here's the thing <laughs> it's a obscure nigerian artist right right the more of a deal you make out of it the more people will actually look at the video. That's true. Maybe it's better to just ignore the whole so, thing. So yeah, if you were smart and if your goal was for people to not view this video that's clearly a ripoff of GOT7, if that is your goal, then you should probably just not talk about it. But if you make a gigantic deal out of it, it's going to bring, it's the Streisand effect. A lot of more, a lot more people are going to be looking at it. Yeah, that's true. And they'll say, what's that? There's a Nigerian video that rips off GOT7? Let me see what it is. Let me What's go going see on? What that's like, all you know about. how many more people are going to watch this video now because you made a big deal out of it? Well, it was on all K-pop, so maybe a lot of well, people. Well, I mean, were... JYP doesn't control what all K-pop does, <laughs> right? But if he made a big deal out of it, then it would be even, it would be bigger than that. It wouldn't be one story on all K-pop. It would be multiple, probably. Mm -hmm. It'd be an ongoing thing. It's going to be like JYP has a lawsuit. JYP says this right. and that. Cease and desist. Yeah, and then some people would think, man, why are you being such a, you know stickler for this you're kind of a dick right and other people would say no the, this nigerian person should be sued but the point is like respect got seven yeah but the point is a lot more eyeballs would be brought to it more people are going to watch that video but maybe more people watch both videos uh no i'm gonna say no on that one because the people who are, would be interested in this Nigerian ripoff of God Seven, they probably did already see the God Seven video. It is from 2015. So yeah. Otherwise, you seen that already. Yeah. If you never saw that video, you probably would have no interest in the story, right? <laughs> so the surest way for him to get more people to watch this Nigerian video is to sue them and to talk about it. So therefore, don't. Big Hit Entertainment held their corporate briefing on August 13th to talk about the company's plans and review their performance so far this year. So it started off with a video of, basically it was like a typical army woman feeling sad that there's like no BTS concerts this year and then showed her like wearing a mask. It's like, oh man, this sucks. We all have to deal with coronavirus. <laughs> and then it was like, then she puts on her headphones and then she starts listening to BTS or whatever music from Big Hit. So it started off with that kind of video. I was like, okay, that, I've never seen a corporate briefing start with that, but okay. But it's like that captured, I guess, what a lot of fans were feeling like, mm -hmm. okay, we couldn't go to concerts this year and kind of let down by that. So at the beginning of this, Bang PD was talking about all the success they had 
even despite this whole pandemic, because they were able to create enough products and have album sales and create a lot of branding. He comes out and he's like, I don't know, is this normal for K-pop companies to have a corporate briefing? Because it Yes, it's a company. <laughs> but he comes out and it's like, like when Steve Jobs would do the Apple developers conference mm-hmm. and it's like I have a big announcement about what all the yeah. new stuff this year it was it just reminded me of that it was like such a like grandiose thing even oh, though there was no one typical. there and he, he was just oh uh, well no it's still typical though yeah they want to get people excited about what the company is doing so their stock price doesn't tank yeah and they just had a corporate briefing I think it was like six months ago so it's like oh well what else could be new it's like no it wasn't that long ago but yeah there was a lot has happened since then they talked about all the content they've been providing and what is the um the philosophy of big hit is to provide you know good content and Mm -hmm. artists with sincerity and support them in their creative pursuits but also to develop all these secondary brands that don't involve the artist directly Mm -hmm. so they was talking a lot about that and so that's why they're creating like uh, they already did this before, but like the BT21, all that stuff. But then now they're going right. to do Tiny Tan, which are these like little BTS cartoon characters and the books that have the lyrics on it and all these other um, shows that they're going to have. Mm-hmm. So it's like In the Soup with BTS that's coming up and all the documentaries that they're having. So their plan is just to have a lot of products that they can sell that don't involve the artists that involve all these other teams of people that can use the intellectual property of the artists and like create things from there so that's their plan for making a lot of money and then that's why they still made a lot of profit this year even though they didn't have touring money which would have been a huge chunk of it right well i mean they adapt that's good yeah so that's pretty impressive because i mean i'm sure a lot of companies just took a big hit during this time and Mm -hmm. couldn't really like think of different ways to make money um, it did help that they had Weverse and, you know, all these other platforms that they've used in the partnerships that they're making with these other labels and what Big Hit is doing to... I think it's, it's all tied into what they're trying to prepare for their IPO. So they're trying to be really solid and let's have multiple labels and multiple, you know, projects that we're working on. During the same meeting, they talked about... they. This is when they announced that the concert is happening, the Map of the Soul 1, and they confirmed that the next BTS album is coming out this year for sure, so in the fourth quarter. So the, what was new from this meeting was we heard when the album is coming out. It's definitely going to be this year, most mm-hmm. likely in October for BTS. And the Map of the Soul 1 concert is happening on October 10th and 11th. And they also said that there's Island is going to debut this year, so whoever is at the end of that show, that's going to be a group, the the guys in Island. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a girl group that they've already done the auditions for, Global Auditions, and they're training right now. And that's going to come out in 2021. And then some other boy group that's coming in 2022. So these are the all the things that they announced for that Big Hit is working on. But it sounded like overall everything is doing great. And if you are wanting to invest in that, that you should feel good about all the things they're doing. Things are so up in the air. I wouldn't have that much faith in them any record label at the moment they seem to have more of a plan than some of the other companies let's just put it that way and i know it's easy to say it's like oh well they have bts so that's so easy to just like just keep selling stuff that has to do with them but you still have to have a team that puts together 
good content and then you know knows what fans want and it's like you have a good mm-hmm. product and it's good quality because people aren't going to buy stuff if it's just like crap so it still has to be you know a good team that's working on it and people don't want to buy stuff if they aren't that invested in the group and so it's like they have they make sure that you are seeing bts at all times that's why there's always like bang tan bombs and there's always like mm-hmm. run bts or like something came out that day right so that you're still paying more attention to bts and then that's what makes you invested in getting all these other products and then these spin-off lines that they have so i think they they have a good system towards the end of it he had like kind of a weird comment he's like bang pd was like because he was t- he was referring to like okay coronavirus happened and but it's kind of like when the black plague happened in europe because right after that was the renaissance so it's like we're looking forward to like a really you know successful time after this pandemic is over so i was like oh that's kind of a weird comparison but okay i guess i could see there could be a parallel there it's not weird that's exactly what happened <laughs> maybe it's a little morbid but it's i guess it's factual. accurate yeah yeah right and you know koreans are not as uh, sensitive just say it like it is. Yeah. I do think once <laughs> things get back to normal, once we're not all worried about, oh, can, am I going to catch coronavirus? Like once that period is over, I think it could really take off because they just have so many ideas and so yeah. many things that they're working on. It could just be like really successful. And right. it's, it's similar to how like the economy is going to just get back to normal after that. Hopefully. Because we don't know. There'll be so many like jobs opening up. I mean, eventually, all, all things, you know, resume some sort of normalcy. Yeah, I'm sure, like, they can't wait to, like, have real concerts because that's still, like, such a huge source of money. They are wanting to get back to that. Oh, there's there's no timetable for that, though, so. Yeah, there still isn't. But apparently, like, the 800 employees that work at Big Hit have been working from home since February. It's like, wow, that's, I didn't know. Well, no big deal. We've been working from home. I mean, I've been working from home, so. <laughs> Yeah, I I guess I just didn't think like oh a record label they could all do that all the time. Sure. I mean, they'd have to have some of them go in. Uh, yeah, to do things I, sometimes. yeah, they're not all working from home. True. Probably not a hundred percent of them, but that's amazing. A, a large percentage. Sure. They, they could they still got so much done while people are working remotely. So that's pretty good. Thank you to our guest Morgan. You can find BTS Happy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Podbean, Castbox, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Listen Notes, and YouTube. New episodes weekly. If you like and want to support the podcast, please comment on social media, share the episodes, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or give us a rating on the podcast platform you're using. Follow BTS Happy Hour on Twitter and Facebook. Until next time, this has been the BTS Happy Hour. Thanks for listening, and remember, make every hour a happy one.